So uh, this probably won't come out for a while, but we're recording on It's Flag Day today. Do you guys have a very special flag day? Oh, yeah. I uh, I looked at some flags. Yeah, the only flag I like, it looks like the American flag, but it's black and white except for a blue line on it. That's for all our heroes out there, you know? To show who the, the true heroes that you support. Oh, yeah. Right. I, How is that okay when you're, you know, that, what, when that you care about the American, the American flag? flag? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it became socially unacceptable about 10, 15 years ago to fly the stars and bars. Yeah. And so people said, you know, like, hey, what else can we do yeah. to show that we're racist? I'm actually, <laughs> I'm working on a um, organization that uses cut up American flags for rags for abortions. <laughs> do you have a newsletter? Uh, yeah, yes, we do. It is... You, they use ink from aborted fetuses. Recycling, <laughs> a, 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 environmentally conscious. Yeah. That's good. I'm leaving all this in, by the way. Yeah. I will not cut this out. <laughs> I gotta say, with the headphones and the microphones, like I, it really feels like this is. It feels a little different yeah. than usual. Yeah. Right. So, Professional around uh, here. Yeah. Yeah. WKBBL. Let's give me something stupid. <laughs> So uh, you're listening to another episode of Graveyard Smash. Yeah, coming back, uh, we got, uh, as always, we have Elise O'Dwyer. Say hello. Hi. And returning, Mr. Jim, the Animal Gainer. Hello, hello. Thank yeah. you. It's a pleasure to be back. It's a pleasure to yeah. see the both of you. And uh, this week we're doing Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. And uh, again, one of the movies that I only knew about because of you and changed my personality because of you. <laughs> Right on. So we will be giving away the end of the movie and lots of spoilers the entire plot. So if you haven't seen it, please watch this movie because mm-hmm. it, it the, whips the, ass. And let's just get the main spoiler out of the way. Most everyone will be dead by dawn. <laughs> They're correct. I, so, ha- I have like an initial question to ponder that yeah. I thought about when thinking about this movie. Sure. Is this the greatest performance by a lead actor in a horror movie? Because you, when you think about all of, at least my favorite horror movies, a lot of them are ensemble pieces. You know what I mean? It's really yeah. like one lead. He's acting well. One thing that he's doing a lot of in this movie that I am appreciative of because it's really difficult is he's acting by himself, right? Constantly, right? Which is really difficult, and um, he's very charismatic, so he makes all those scenes work pretty well. Where he's either by himself or acting opposite a claymation dummy, right, right, and it's <laughs> or really, his severed hand, yeah, yeah, or his own hand, yeah. right, yeah, right? yeah, like, and it's hard to pull off the kind of thing that he pulls off in this, which is like being genuinely funny without like it being annoying. You yeah, know what I mean, like, I mean, like my favorite. I you know I don't want to move too far or whatever. Yeah, no, no, go yeah, just yeah. Like, jump around. My, yeah, my favorite line in the movie is when he goes. You're going down, yeah. <laughs> like, and and just for him doing that in that moment, there's no like inherent humor happening right then because yeah. his girlfriend's disembodied head is in a clamp, <laughs> um, and just the way he delivers things sometimes, it's just it's only because it's Bruce Campbell is yeah. so funny. You he's know? so funny. He's so like cartoonish yet grounded right i think and it is it is a really compelling performance it's definitely up there for me too and horror movie performances it's why it's like so i mean it's it's camp and it's a cult favorite and it's like a b movie and everything else but like there i mean he's larger than life right well, and it, yeah. it's 
it's physical comedy, which uh, newsflash people isn't easy to do. Yeah, yeah right, it's like right. it's he's doing straight up like slapstick. Yeah, and doing a good by job himself. Of it. Yeah, for by a lot by of himself, it. Yeah. exactly. Like smashing plates on his own face and stuff, and just really <laughs> committing. I think that's what it is. He's doing really absurd things in this movie, and he's committing is a lot of it. Yeah. So there's blood, com- like a geyser of blood coming out of a wall, and he's acting terrified. Right, you know, right. and it's just. And, you know, there's it's just lunacy. Well, all and that's him. one of the things I, I was he, definitely gonna. He's like playing right into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I was gonna say later on probably, but the uh, one of the, like I I enjoyed Cabin in the Woods, but there's a whole based for, after Scream when there's horror and comedy, it's usually something that's sort of metatextual or kind of winking at the audience, mm-hmm. right? Whereas this movie is it's a slapstick. That's a good horror call. movie. Yeah. Usually the usually the humor in horror movies is playing off of tropes of horror movies. Yeah. And in this, it's just goofy well, in, inside well, of a horror and movie. A lot of this movie is satire film in general, you know? Yeah, yeah and it is satire of horror movies too, yeah. but it's less... Um, There's less fourth wall breaking. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, they're just counting on the audience to to be in on the joke. Like, yeah, when right. the, the, the one Deadite's head turns around, like, that's kind of a riff on The Exorcist. Yeah. But it's not... Uh, it's not... In a, it's not like the the fucking uh, Wayne's Brothers. Well, and, and like right. uh, I think in Ebert's review or somebody, I think it's Ebert's review talks about like him, you know, suiting up in the woodshed is like directly at a you know taxi driver, you know, right? Yeah. So not to be confused with Taxi, does <laughs> another great film or the, the sitcom with Danny DeVito yeah, and Christopher too. Lloyd. <laughs> That's what I thought. No, yeah. okay. Tell I was thinking of the Queen Latifah, of Jimmy course, Fallon joint. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised that it this isn't what came to my mind, <laughs> too. <you know? laughs> Big Fallon head over here, you know? <laughs> so, um, movie begins with the backstory. Explains. So, because th- this movie is kind of like a sequel remake of I, Evil Dead. I read a thing that called it a parody sequel, which I never thought of it that way, but yeah. that's kind of what it is. It's almost Evil like... Dead, well, Evil Dead does have some humor to it, too, but not to this extent. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, if it wasn't for this kind of changing the direction of the series, I mean, Evil Dead 1, it's good. Like, it's really good, but it would just be like an obscure movie today. Right, right. Yeah, it I just, I really like Evil. I mean, they're both. I almost both just see them as so exactly they're so, they're different. so different. Yeah, and I love them both yeah. almost equally. And like, there's moments like, uh, and uh, and we'll talk about this movie. Like, but you you know, someone getting stabbed in the foot with a pencil, like that. You know that that right behind their Achilles tendon. You know, there's really visceral moments in that movie. And, you know, there's like a sort of darkness to that movie that's not present in this yeah. one. Well, yeah, it's much more of a regular horror. Yeah. Movie. Well, like the first the first scene of gore I ever saw when I was a kid was the pen in the ankle. Yeah. I was at uh, Tony Giuliani's birthday party. Shout out to Tony Giuliani. Um, we Shout out. I was in the third grade, and uh, it was like literally a kid's birthday party. There was a magician. Like, and they put we on around. Evil Dead. His older brothers had some friends over, and in their rec room or whatever, yeah. they were watching this movie. And I That should not have been on around third graders. <laughs> I'll always remember walking through, looking at the screen, not knowing what was really I was looking at. And then the possessed... Because that was that Lynn? No, that's his sister, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the, puts the pen in his ankle, and... It stuck with me my entire life. Like, <laughs> it's a really ooh. tactile, 
gross moment. Yeah, man. it's a it's like when gore gets like specific and like sort of tight like that. Mm-hmm. It's like so much gross. It's weird to think too about like when you were in third grade that movie wasn't that old compared to now. You know, like I know that seems like a dumb thing to say, but like no, but it literally was only like ten years old. Right. <laughs> right. Holy shit. Well, isn't that weird to think about? My first, the first gore scene I remember was in uh. I saw the first Terminator when I was like three or four, mm-hmm. and when he takes his eye out with the needle, yeah, that's the first yeah. one that really sticks yeah. with me. Yeah, that'll stick with that me was too. Gross. And again, too, because like that movie looks really old now, and that was like two years before mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. Like, well, and I'm I'm kind of piecing the memories together because like because of that. Well, because it's like. Um, I think it was probably a shared experience for our generation that growing up, like Freddy Krueger was a terrifying yeah. concept, right. right? And so, like, I, I, I didn't watch horror movies. No, having until... never seen that movie, I was really afraid of Freddy showing up. Right, in my dreams. exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I literally just didn't watch horror movies until you and I became friends, you know. And like, so knowing that that scene came from Evil Dead, I was terrified of Evil Dead just intrinsically forever. Yeah. Um, and so I, I saw Evil Dead 2 with you before I ever actually saw the original. Yeah. Um, and it was almost like watching Evil Dead 2 made it okay for me to go watch the original. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is supposed to be fun. Oh, yeah. okay, I get it, I get yeah, right. it. You know what I mean? So uh, It's a good introduction to horror in the same way that Scream was for... A lot of people my yeah. age, you know, because it it's so referential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to it's other so- horror, and it's like it's a kind of. I mean, it's it is. I always will stand for Scream, and like stick up for like it's it's horror. Um, Definitely, you know, merits. Uh, it's yeah. bona fides. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because uh, it works as a horror movie. It really does. It does. Um, but like, th- there's great humor in it, and it's it didn't celebrate horror, and it's and it introduces you to like movies like Halloween and. It's in that same way. It's like it's a good introduction for someone who's not really ready for straight up. Yeah, you know. And Scream is a good call because I was trying to think of like other movies to compare Evil Dead to. To yeah. Um, oh, it's definitely a spiritual predecessor. Kind of yeah. yeah because and so. Shaun of the Dead was the only other one I could really think of. Yeah. Because most horror comedies skimp one way or the other. It's either not that scary or not that funny. Yeah. And this is one that's got it both. It definitely yeah. Can you think of any other ones that? I would mean like- yeah, Scream does that. Scream is more of a horror movie with a lot of comedy in it. I would right. say, but like it, I think you could call it a horror comedy. Yeah, I mean, because the other movies we've done that are, like, funnier would be, like, Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. (laughs) Which is... And part of that, too, is... um, And we did Jason Part 6. Some folks have a strange idea entertainment. Which has more comedic elements to it. But that was kind of what I realized, is, like, a a truly good horror comedy is kind of hard to come by. Well, that's... And it's... And which is... A shame because horror and comedy are the two. Well, they're the two genres. Oh, Reanimator has come. Get a job in a sideshow. Yeah. Oh, Reanimator. Which we all are. Oh my God. Yeah. Of course. What are we thinking? <laughs> that might be the winner. Actually. Yeah. Actually, it might be. Yeah. Damn. It's so fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. It is arguably like scarier and gorier than yeah. Evil Dead Two. I'd say. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Evil Dead Two. Like we'll get into it as we go along but it's not a very scary movie no. yeah but it has its it has its moments it has its scares yeah um, it, it's it's definitely 100 percent in the horror genre whereas when uh going back like when for those of you uh, check out our top 20 episode <laughs> like i didn't include Shaun of the dead because i consider it more of a comedy, comedy. than a horror movie right on. but i'll stick up for the horror bona fides of that movie yeah too. totally because like, it's definitely it's gory <laughs> enough and there's enough scenes with like Mm-hmm. the right pacing but that's stuff. even that's almost another one of those movies where the humor is derived from like parodying 
a horror genre. You know what right. I mean? Like, well, what's great about Shaun of the Dead, and I don't want to get too into it because it's right. not the Shaun of the Dead episode, but yeah, it's right. a celebration of zombie movies, yeah, totally. not just like a meta-textual post-modern setup. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know? Right. And it weren't ever trying to be smarter than the genre. like Right. Yeah. But, but like, while riffing on it, yeah. No, the thing with horror and comedy, and I don't know why they don't get their due in, like, film, like, you know, AFI and, like, mm-hmm. you know, critics and, like, you know, which, you know what, good, great. Used to, but, like, they're the only genres that elicit, like, an emotional, like, you know, visceral response. That, yeah. Uh-huh. To get your heart pounding, have you, like, laughing till you're crying and, like... To have a really solid horror comedy that's just like that kind of roller coaster. Well, yeah, it was like watch- like that's not an easy thing to do. No, no, you no, no, know, no. watching the first episode of I Think You Should Leave, you probably love your mother-in-law. I actually do. Oh my god, he admitted it. I couldn't breathe that because was- I was laughing so hard, <laughs> and. There's, I've never had. I, that's the thing is, it's like I thought it was funny, but I was like in pain watching with you because <laughs> it was like very funny. You were like, I couldn't breathe. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> my, like I said, my brother Matt says I gotta watch that. Yeah. So I, I gotta watch that. Um, Just watch the first thirty seconds. And <laughs> but no, like this, these like horror comedies that we're talking about and trying to define. It's like it's the best sort of transitive representation of going to like a haunted house like going to fright fest kind of thing like where the scaring your fear leads to your laughter you know what i mean it's like oh spooky oh Oh my god i know like and this are so like regardless of comparisons i think evil dead 2 is probably the best representation of like going to a haunted house that a movie could be i'm sorry i'm totally bringing us off the rails here but i have to tell the story on the podcast i just realized so at Halloween, you know what story I'm about to tell. There's uh, in the neighborhood. There's all these people who go like bonkers decorating their houses. In your neighborhood, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it's super fun. So me and Sunny went <laughs> to all these houses, and like we've done this the last couple years. And like, there's one like they the guys they like they're like hiding, and you know they're gonna come out and get you. And you're uh-huh. like, even though you know it's coming, we were like screaming and running on the block. It was fun. So then there was this one house. So out in Justice, this dude had like a full size like blow up King Kong. He Sick. had a pumpkin head. He had all this shit. He had this huge piece of property with all this crazy stuff. I swear to God, they're the unsung heroes of American life, man. Like, the people who do that shit. Yeah, well, we should get a American flag with an orange line on it. You know, <laughs> just the true, true, true heroes. Yeah, the people yeah. who decorate the fuck out of their houses for Halloween. People yeah, who just like braver than the troops. <laughs> so we went and like I was like I was like Dan you've got to see this house sorry this is a really long story it's like you've got to see this house Dan you've got to check this out this guy like this place is amazing so he comes with us like the next night and there was this like creepy guy there who was like oh, I helped uh, I helped decorate and he was like following us We're like oh that's cool he was like really weird like a close talker <laughs> following us Dan was like wow that was weird so then we're like whatever we leave so then this Who's year... dressed as the Green Ranger to give you some idea? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, yeah. I so get the this, picture. This year we, we uh, happened upon this house where one of the decorations <laughs> was... There was a McCain A John headstone. McCain headstone. Because he just died. And next died. to it was a kneeling figure with a Kaepernick jersey. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what he was trying to say. I was just going to say, what a confusing <laughs> statement. I think he was just 
picking out like buzz items from the media right, and like, right, throwing right, them right. on his lawn and being like <laughs> satire. Can you, can you guys believe this? Am I blowing your minds? Like that's so funny. So we're like, wow, this is insane. So the guy comes out and he's like talking to us about it, and it was really weird. And I'm like noticing some of the decorations look familiar, and I'm like, hey. Were some of these decorations at this dude's house in Justice last year? He's like, yeah, and I'm suing that guy. And it was the guy. It was the Green Ranger. Really? As he's telling me this, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the Green. I felt like Jodie Foster in The Silence of the Lambs when she realized that she's talking to Buffalo Bill. I was like, fuck. And he was like, he's like, yeah, let me show you a video where I served his papers. And I was like, oh. Because, <laughs> like, this dude, like, stole his shit, according to the Green Ranger. Right. It was insane. See, that's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. Because it's like, it's part of what, like, it's (laughs) part of what. I'm just going to say, too, like, I don't know the other guy that well, but having met the Green Ranger once, I'm going to say he is completely wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. They're both, they're just both, like, weird losers, you know? Like, braver than the troops, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Or or so the flags that will be for sale (laughs) that we're going to make the whole show. Which is all really a lot like Can Evil we, Dead too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, movie begins. Uh, <laughs> Are we getting to the movie now? Dude, I, you better not cut all that out. I'm not going to. No, that was the good stuff. The story must be told. It must be told because it's the perfect representation of these people that I don't understand where yeah. they have... They have platforms, but they don't have stances. Yeah, like it, like they just yeah, like you said, just the, whatever those buzzword yeah. things are. And I think you just described what the personality is like that's behind that. Yeah, wearing a Green Ranger and following me too close. <laughs> yeah, right. And, take, and taking personal yeah. video of getting papers yes. served. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you could. He's the kind of guy too. Like you could tell. In, when he was in high school, he wore like shirts that were shiny with dragons on them. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right. no, that's, right. That's he was the brand. guy in that's his the guy brand. who started anime club because yeah. there wasn't right. one. Yeah, yeah. He's that's the leader of it. He's got a friend who's really fat <laughs> who wears a fedora. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, in the yeah. group who has a uh, who's getting laid because he has this like you know girlfriend. Uh-huh. That guy is not getting laid. Well, it's, not now. it's those guys yeah. that are like. Are still at Ashbury's yeah. 15 years later yes. wearing the same trench coat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> same trench coat? Well, it's my duster. So, the movie kicks off. Yeah. They, they say the there's this book. Uh, this. Book the Necronomicon, and uh, it's. Uh, it's um, it disappeared around 1300, but it's, uh, it's a bad book. There's all kinds of spells and stuff in it. It's a spell book. And then uh, we see Ash and Linda drive into a cottage in the classic. Yep. Sam Raimi fans will know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're a real sexy couple. They're about to do some sexy dancing in a cabin that yep. they're squatting in. Well, and that's when you get the first uh, great little comic gem from Bruce Campbell in this movie where he's like, you want some champagne? Or what does he say about this? He's like, what do you say we have some champagne, baby? <laughs> yeah, hey, he's baby? Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm a man and you're a woman. Right. It's, it's like, it's arguably the smartest thing the movie does because it's like, it's hard to explain to people how this is a sequel and a remake and a parody like of the first movie yeah. and so they do the smartest thing possible the first 20 minutes is just a recap of what the first movie was essentially right yeah. and I mean it happens again in Army of Darkness but I believe too like they didn't have the rights to the first movie so you probably couldn't just show clips when they made it. Army of Darkness Army of Darkness well that's why um, Bridget Fonda is mm-hmm. Linda yeah yeah in yeah, Army yeah, of yeah. Darkness. oh okay, okay okay yeah in the flashback scenes oh that's right 
pretty quickly Linda becomes a deadite. Yeah, they play the there was this professor who had the cabin. They like they play they, his him saying the words of the Book of Conda. the Dead, all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and we get the uh, don't say them, Jim. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this part I will probably edit out because like there's this guy I knew in college who's a fucking nerd, and he said he's like. I won't say the forbidden spells in Harry Potter out loud in real life. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude. And he was forever solidified in dance memory. <laughs> yeah, too. But um, we get the, uh, so we also get the first, um, the PO, the point of view chase down, yeah. you know, to, when it possesses Linda. It's always this unseen oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's really a cool effect that... Uh, it's one of those things. It's like, a staple of the series. Yeah. What do you, what do you, they call it? The force or like the, when they like? Yeah, it, I think you know what I mean. Something yeah. like that. It looks really cool. It's something that like you don't appreciate so much because like it's the sort of moment that I feel like you see a lot of movies since then. Right. You know? Exactly. So right. It's yeah. Really cool. And but really very well different done. at the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I don't see anything like that before this movie. Right. That and I then Linda gets possessed, like you're saying. And, and he- Ash doesn't hesitate at all. He immediately decapitates her with a shovel. like And buries what? her. Right. Yeah. And I always watch that as we're just watching the recap of the first movie. And it's like he's he went through this already. Yeah. Well, it's always... The, it, but it is the interesting thing, too, about Ash as, as a character is he's really stupid. But he's good at kicking ass when it comes to yeah, fighting totally. deadites. He's stupid unless he's faced with his own survival. (laughs) It's actually his stupidity, I always think, pays off because most people get too insecure and nervous. Right. Where he's like too dumb to like let his insecurities block him. So it's just his like instincts take over. Like he immediately becomes like the king in Army of Darkness because Right. Right. (laughs) he's just like, Yeah, well I'm here, I'm a king, right? I haven't I listened to it in years, but I remember the uh, commentary from like the Anchor Bay DVDs um, after the woodshed scene because it's it's a hilarious commentary for any fan of the movie. Like if you, oh, I've never listened. It's to it. actually it's it's like Bruce, Sam, and uh, Rob Tappert, and it's just they're just riffing the whole time. And like yeah, after the woodshed, Bruce is like uh, Bruce is like so now Ash does what any intelligent person does. He goes back to the happy cabin because <laughs> 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 like, yeah yeah he his ignorance. It lets him put himself in the face of danger, which allows him to kick danger's ass. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, well put. Uh, Ash gets uh, possessed too. He he lands in a puddle, and this is um. Something. Well, before that, you get that great uh, do With DIY effect. Well, no, when they when they put Bruce Campbell like on the wood thing, and when he's, he's spinning around, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was. But cool. when he lands in the puddle, uh, you know, a uh, way more air comes up out of the like the bubbles than we really have and I remember watching this movie like on tape it's like when I was in high school my mom walked in and she's like that's way more air than you have it's like <laughs> right mom it's a joke right, right. he was also possessed by a demon just then <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but he gets cleaned up by the sunlight I, I like that there's a reveal after he's been face down in the puddle I think oh yeah called. yeah totally and he lays in the puddle all day mm-hmm. after that and it's, I like that it's clear too that people who become deadites don't have to be murdered like if they'll they'll get better, but like he just kills them every time. <laughs> like, that, that I never really thought of that. Because yeah. like, like, he becomes a deadite at different times, but then he's okay. Yeah, twice in this movie. But yeah, then as right. soon as someone better. else becomes a deadite, he's like, I'm going to decapitate yeah. that person. Yeah. Even though I loved them. Yeah. <laughs> That's very The true. deadites also, they're like, join us, join us. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it's very unclear what actually that would entail. 
I'm really glad also yeah, that, what are they joining <laughs> that's it's, true it's very good that this movie came out before like Joss Whedon's writing style like started influencing things because then it'd be like a snappy thing where it'd uh-huh. be like oh join us join what <laughs> yeah. I that you know that I always have a hard time defining that that humor that's yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe right. humor that's that's a good way of putting it. I yeah. still like Kevin in the Woods, though. I still like For Kevin the in the Woods, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that movie. It's pretty funny. I, what's his face is hilarious in that movie. Um, from uh, Get Out. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bad guy from... Uh, oh, Madison. shit, yeah. What the fuck is his name? Um, it's not Steven Root. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's funny. He's, yeah. he's really funny in that movie. Uh, yeah, he drives back, but the uh, model bridge we saw earlier is now <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> yep. And uh, he gets chased back to the Apparently house. Apparently, that's the only way to get away from this cabin. Mm, one one road town. Yeah. And he, he fly, uh, flies through the windshield. He gets chased through the the door and the walls of the the cabin by the the force. And he gives it the slip by hiding in the basement. <laughs> we we get introduced to the professor's daughter, uh, who's arriving by like plane and her boyfriend and the members only jacket. You know, low key, I always kind of wish those characters just weren't in this movie <laughs> I don't know yeah, they you, don't add much they yeah, kind of slow shit down yeah. um, I was reading that uh, when you know after Raimi and these guys made Evil Dead and they all kind of like moved to Los Angeles to get in the industry or whatever they were sharing a house with the Coen brothers these guys used to live together with the Coen oh, brothers whoa. and uh, Francis McDormand and Holly Hunter were living there oh, at the time crazy. too and Holly Hunter was the inspiration for, for the, the uh, Bobby, Bobby Joe yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He, he wrote it for her mm-hmm. and then she was in something that got too big to yeah make right this movie yeah fair because it's like yeah I, I don't know I mean the first Evil Dead gets away with it just being a group of friends in the cabin. Yeah, and I it is weird how they join them there. Yeah, yeah. but there's and some, just the actors some aren't that great that, and shit. But there's some good stuff they add. I'm so distracted by the relationship between Jake and Bobby Joe. <laughs> Up until he just starts yelling Bobby Joe Bobby over and Joe. over, <laughs> which is one of my favorite parts <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but like. What like that man's a veteran at least he has dog tags on. You better yeah. That's some. true. If you don't stand it behind the older, troops, feel free to stand in front of them. How much older do you think he is than Bobby Joe? At least half her age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's, he's gross. Yeah, they 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 have what could be uh, implied as an abusive relationship. Yeah. <laughs> There's a weird power dynamic there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe he groomed her as a teenager. I don't know. Man's a veteran at least. Um, the man is a veteran. I have a question about her Linda's headless chainsaw attack. Well, we get the okay. Go for it. Was it necessary to have her exposed breast during? Well, when the- we get to the hottest titties scene, I <laughs> yeah. think you're going to agree that it was. But before she uh, pops in with That's the chainsaw, as well. we get Linda dancing around uh, stop animation style yeah. in a very. You know, in her head spinning the other direction and stuff. Very cool stuff. Almost hard to describe because it's eerie and it's goofy and it's a little creepy and it's totally ridiculous. Like, that scene in and of itself is almost a great encapsulation of the energy of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really like, are you in or are you out? Yeah, right, right. 
it's like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake when the girl pulls the gun out of her privates, and I should have just shut the movie <laughs> And that's off. when you're in or you're out, yeah. And I continue to watch the movie, and I got madder and madder, and I was like, you should have just shut it off there. It's like, this isn't a movie you should see. Yeah, they let you know early on. And then uh, her and head bites his hand. to blame, yeah. And he's beating it against the wall and stuff, and he mm-hmm. goes to cut it up with a chainsaw, and that's when... Her body comes in with the chainsaw, the the Kermit like, the absolutely Muppet like, yeah. <laughs> disembodied, yeah, a decapitated head body. Then the house starts fucking with him, which is really great. This stuff, I saw Evil Dead the musical at Moraine. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, with uh, Sam Hilger. Yeah, great, it, which was just great, amazing, great. Um, and uh, it was great because they had like the moose head on the wall and stuff, cool. and there was blood and like it was a super super fun show. Cool. Um, there's, I don't know, there's a lot to unpack in these movies, so there's, like, a lot to take away. Um, I love the moose head, though. That's my long my short, long way of saying that. Yeah. I love the moose I'm, head. I'm more, I'm more of a lamp guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, they're, like, derpy laughing uh, at him. Yeah. We get, the, uh, we get the scene, too, after he cuts her up with the chainsaw, he confronts himself in the mirror. And he, he, his hands reach through the mirror and start uh, choking him. Yeah. Which is arguably one of the scarier moments of the movie, mm-hmm. I think. Because it's great. I mean, the body double they get looks just fucking like him. Yeah. You and know? then immediately after he does that thing, I would do as a kid where he tries to jump and see. Uh, yeah, yeah, Throw yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. in the mirror up. And, like, yeah, I've got, like, my top five Ash lines, you know, that, like, just make kill me every fucking time. And, uh... One of them is in this scene where he's got him by the chest and he's like, We just cut up our girlfriend with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's good, man. Yeah. And then we're introduced to the main antagonist of the film, Ash's Hand. Yeah, Yeah. right. Well, or is it Henrietta? I mean, it's arguable. Well, at the end, it's Ash's. Yeah, maybe it is the hand, though, because of what happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, his, uh, I love that like moment that his hand turns evil. It's so fun. It's so know? fun. It's so fun and like creepy and weird in the way he plays it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's in that thinking scene. About, yeah, his performance right. there. It's and, in like, that scene where you recognize the genius of Bruce yeah. Campbell, or you don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's very. Um, we haven't really talked about the influences on this movie a lot, but very influenced by like the Three Stooges, Huge three Stooges. And Tom and Tom and Jerry, uh-huh. very explicitly. So in Looney Tunes, and like it's kind of like a Three Stooges or a Bugs Bunny kind of thing too, because it's just like where you have this character and they go to different places, and then right. this kind of stuff happens to them, and that's yeah. kind of what Ash is. It's like the Three Stooges, whether they're plumbers, yeah, or, you know, uh, ice block salesmen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Firemen, it's always going to be, you know, <laughs> smacking each other around. Wealthy dowagers, they need to, yeah, right. you know, thwart. Right. Well, and then we get the scene, too, where Ash's hand, he, uh, his hand uh, notices the um, a meat cleaver starts crawling his body towards yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then Ash cuts his hand off with a chainsaw. But then his hand is crawling around. I really like, too, when he's in the woodshed earlier that there's a chalk outline where the chainsaw should be. Yeah, totally. Before yeah. the disembodied body, <laughs> the dis- disheaded, I don't know. Yeah. It seems silly, decapitated but sometimes body. I go to tool rooms and they have those. 
chalk outlines. They put like an outline of the tool that's supposed to go there so they know Oh, so that's missing. a real thing? Oh. Yeah, I've seen uh, that before. Oh, oh I thought that was a joke. Do they always it have kind uh, of Freddy Krueger gloves hanging up over <laughs> the door too? Like this yes, said? yes, they do. <laughs> Actually, the place I, I remember seeing it most vividly was at the Cook County Mall. And he, hi- he hides the hand under a bucket, and he weighs it down with some books that say, one of them, Farewell to Arms. Which I found out was a Rob oh. Tapper joke. <laughs> he wrote that in. That's funny. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, Ash, that's not going to work. The hand immediately gets away. <laughs> yeah, right. And then it's... Uh, he's dumb. And it's a Tom and Jerry thing where it like crawls in like the mouse hole, and it's like giving him the finger and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's shooting at it, and when he finally hits it, he gets sprayed in the face with a geyser of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Just great scene in the movie. It is a great scene in the movie. Because one of the only, like, kind of visceral gore scenes in this is when he's cutting his own hand off and the yeah. blood is spraying up in his face. But, like, yeah, when there's geysers of blood coming out of the wall and then they turn into tar, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. yeah. Well, and then we get the um, two that he goes to sit down and the chair falls apart. And that's when everyone starts laughing. Oh, God. Him and the lamp mm-hmm. and it's the loose oh, yeah, on the wall. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. And that's when uh, he gets surprised by the other people, Bobby Joe and uh, Jake. The day, right? Well, that which almost leads to my point of these guys is like I I've seen this movie dozens of times. I love this fucking movie. I never remember these people's names. Yeah. Annie Annie was the this, the, the daughter. daughter. Yeah, she well, had a boyfriend named Jake. I think you're right. Right. Well, it's it's kind of like in a uh, if you may recall in like a big doggy child sketch we'd write down. The, the characters are a lot of times have names like waiter one, waiter two. Yeah, if it's not Ash, who cares what their name is? That's pretty true. Yeah, it's like you know. They're just there to provide extra conflict and stakes. Like, yeah. I mean, at a certain point, he is so great by himself, but it is nice to have other people to turn into deadites and to yeah. swallow eyeballs and right. It's like it's kind of like on the attack wa- by trees. You well, know? and he's got to, and he's got to get that supreme drop kick to the face so that it gets him down in the cellar yeah. so that we can continue. You right. Know? Where yeah, I he mean, can hear Henrietta say, "Someone with a fresh soul." Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking creepy. It's definitely better than like on The Walking Dead where, where it's like anytime they'd be like a new group of people, it's like, oh, these people will be our friends. It's like, oh, they're all just here to die next right, week. Like, right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she she attacks Ash and they end up uh, knocking her eyeball out, jumping on the cellar door because Ash tries to get up the stairs and right, stuff. Right, right. They finally let him out because they play the tape and he's like, yeah, I had to put my wife in the... Seller. They weren't married, were they? No, no. Oh, uh, Henry. The, oh, the, 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 oh, the, the, the dad. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, God help me, buried her in the earthen floor of the fruit cellar. And she pops up, Ted Raimi in full makeup. One of the more famous, like, behind-the-scenes stories was his torture being in that fucking costume. Right. Yeah. Um, and that, that great Easter egg when you, when he's flying in the air and spinning around, you can see sweat pouring out of his ear because it was, like, liters of sweat that would fill Ew. the hit. Yeah, dude, and Greg Nicotero had to, like, between takes go through and drain the suit because oh. it was so bad. Yeah. And you can see it when he's spinning around. Like, when you spin around once, you get the shot of uh, Henrietta's crotch. And, like, it's wide open. And you can kind of see his boxer shorts because they just needed air. And then, yeah, there's sweat pouring out of the ears of the costume. It's awesome. Yeah. 
And but the we get the eyeball. They stomp on the head, and the eyeball shoots out into Bobby Joe's. And that's uh, if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff. That's di- lifted directly from the Three Stooges, yeah. the one where they shoot the grapes at that yeah. singer. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I rec- I recognized <laughs> it when I saw the movie the first time. <laughs> and she says, "Yeah, I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul." <laughs> yeah, dude. Henrietta pretends to be the mom again, you know, for like a minute, which yeah. is something the Deadites do sometimes. So it also sets up why Linda, uh, no, not Linda, um, the other girl, doesn't believe Ash later on. Yeah, yeah. Annie. Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, the boyfriend gets possessed, he eats Bobby Joe's hair, which is... Which is so gross. Yeah. One of the most disgusting things I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. He's got that great mask on, too. Like, Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I, is it like the they just they go so balls out on like the costuming in this movie mm-hmm. that even though it's like pretty cheesy, it's like so fun and gross totally. that like, you can get on board. It's like Godzilla, it. you know? What yeah, I mean? like, yeah. Well, because that's when he spins his head around to like the Exorcist, and Ash is like, "Ah, better axe this guy apart." Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just yeah. chops him yeah. up. And there's yeah. just green it's shit flying yeah, everywhere, and uh, they meet the ghost dad. Are you talking about Bill Cosby? You see, the kids, they listen to the rap music, which gives them the brain damage. With their hippin' and the hoppin' and the bippin' and the boppin', so they don't know what the jazz is all about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm talking about Bill Cosby. Ooh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, too yeah, soon. He, too he's soon. canceled, motherfucker. <laughs> you don't. You, you, you don't have to watch Ghost Dead. <laughs> but uh, he screams, and it's like, whoa! He finally gets him in there, and he starts off by screaming. It's like, guy, come on, we're all in the room. Let's be friends. Let's not scream to start off. <laughs> uh, the, the hand once again makes an appearance. It's like you're holding my hand too tight. Oh. Yeah. I'm not oh, holding yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah. And that then, was really a great. And moment. that's when she runs. Out yeah, to yeah. Work, she gets right? grabbed by the trees. Yeah. And you get a much less explicit tree yeah. rape scene than was you do in the first movie. Well, it wasn't though? a rape because it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not a raping. Yeah. The tree just, rape is very upsetting. Yeah. This tree attack is pretty visceral and upsetting as well. It is. But nothing compared to yeah. The there's evil a, a stick didn't go in her, you know, lady yeah. parts. Right. Which is so gross. And then her boyfriend pulls a gun on on them and yeah, he's like I yeah. mean he I would be if I looked like that guy and Bobby Joe was my girlfriend <laughs> I'd if be I looked like up. that guy I'd definitely have a rifle on yeah, me yeah. <laughs> I would definitely wield it <laughs> uh, Ash gets possessed and uh, evil Ash yeah and uh, she stabs the the hillbilly dude on accident yeah with the like spine knife mm-hmm. is that what it is yeah it's a spine thing it's like a spine dagger it's like a ceremonial dagger yeah well, prop from the first movie. Yeah. Which, well, the Necronomicon makes an appearance in uh, Jace Goes to Hell. I'm going to say two words to you, Mr. Duke, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay? Okay. You ready? Shoot. Jason Voorhees. Well, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think the knife does, too. Does it? That's cool. They definitely have a knife when the girl catches the knife because it's like by Voorhees he was born, by Voorhees he must die, and it like the knife long. transforms into like a cool knife. Uh, I think it might be different actually, but anyway. Also, she stabs him 
And then he's like, pull it out, pull it out. Kids, if you're not by a hospital and you get a severe puncture, don't pull it out. <laughs> right. Because it'll just bleed. It's just a little. Especially if there's like danger of demon possession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just a little graveyard smash. Yeah. Public service announcement. Um, ultimately, it's for not though, because Henrietta <laughs> pulls him down in the cellar. And there is a fucking blood geyser. That's another one my mom thought was not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to comment. Yeah, she's like, that's, that's too much blood. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, if I, you don't understand this, I can't explain. <laughs> yeah, my mom, not the ideal audience for yeah. this movie. I would, I would say too much uh, true anatomical knowledge for suspension yeah. of disbelief. <laughs> um, I love it because she's sitting there wrestling like trying to save him and there's just blood spray. It's one of the like greatest gallons. blood geysers yeah. ever. Up there with Nightmare on Elm Street. Was, that's yeah. exactly. Yep. At which point Ash suits up, which well, is like he, a play on like, you know, other action movies, I guess specifically well, Taxi Driver, but um mm-hmm. just any action hero sequence of getting ready to fight, which well, and before that though, he gets over. He gets over. Um, he stops being possessed. Yeah. And she tries. To, she tries to kill him like a couple times. Yeah. I'm all just, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He suits off. Yeah. Like any wonderful set. comic timing. Like she tries to kill him and then stops, and it's just it's just enough pause before she goes at him again, where it's really really funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he says groovy. Yeah, that is yeah. the first time you hear Ash say groovy. Uh, I mean, it should be in some AFI quotes list. It <laughs> yeah. should be in some Smithsonian exhibit, dude. Yeah, like, like Hail to the King, baby. Right, right. Everything else that Duke Nukem still. Oh, yeah, throw right. shade. <laughs> throw shade. <laughs> and he says, Let's head down into that cellar and carve ourselves a witch. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, it's just like... Oh, fe- and it, I, this occurred to me at this moment in the movie, too, is we're like seeing Henrietta... With like you know the long neck and like the creepy head and stuff like this movie, Beetlejuice came out a year after this. I can't imagine this movie didn't influence Beetlejuice. Yeah, word. You know, yeah. Like the aesthetics are so similar. A lot of them really are. Yeah, like that stop motion where it's not claymation, yeah. but it's still kind of cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And just the look of the demons and stuff. It's very Beetlejuice, actually. It's pretty Beetlejuice. Yeah, but better. It's- yeah, <laughs> agreed. I should also say Beetlejuice. So we say it three times there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes in the cellar, and the homeboy's a skeleton, just in overalls now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she picked him clean. Yeah, it's pretty great. She does the? It's got the long neck. I'll swallow your soul. Yeah. I'll swallow yeah, your the, soul. Yeah, the long swallow neck. That's this. what I'm talking about. Though, like that's right out of Beetlejuice, right? Yeah, yeah. totally, yes. totally. Yeah. And the daughter distracts her by singing uh, a song. Oh yeah, Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ash uh, cuts the head up, chops her up with a chainsaw. That's so yeah, good. Sarah gets stabbed, but can like by the hand but like continues reciting the um the spell or whatever from the necronomicon which is like pretty a cool hero moment from her yeah and ash says swallow this when he blows the head up yeah. which rules is fucking cool yeah super cool i mean goddamn, is there is i i struggle to think of a more aesthetically pleasing moment in a movie than ash williams cutting the barrel half off of a chainsaw spinning it around and saying groovy it's just one of the greatest moments in fucking cinema history yeah 
It is really good. Yeah. And, and then, his boomstick. Yeah. yeah. And then he destroys a giant monster. Yeah, the trees attack the house and it turns into a giant monster. His mm-hmm. his hair goes white and the flowers wilt, which is very Yeah. Very a very Looney Tunes yeah, very kind Looney of Tunes. gag, you know. Yeah. It's just all out. And it's so great, you know. And he's yeah. and he stabs the fucking thing in the eye. Like the hand, the giant hand grabs him and is like picking him yeah. up. And he stabs in the eye with a yeah. chainsaw, which probably pretty big influence on Game of Thrones when yeah. that girl kills the giant. <laughs> you know, it's like they're probably thinking of that scene. I can't imagine where else you would take inspiration I from. Think, um, yeah, th- I think there's no mythology about no, a giant no, monster getting stabbed in the eye. <laughs> By someone. I think um, Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, like the shadow lays heavy on all of Game of Thrones. Definitely. And right. R. R. Martin's works on the television series. Yeah, the whole phenomenon, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed the, you know, the series, but like I kept, I, especially last season, I was like, I just want Ash to show up yeah. and be like, you, got you were saying it since season five, like Hard Home. You yeah. were like, you know what made Hard Home better? Ash Williams showing up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of zombies. Like it's medieval times. Right. A guy showing up with a chainsaw hand and a, a boomstick. He and- was the prince that was promised. Yeah. <laughs> He's Azarahi. <laughs> yeah, I love that this movie ends with him. He gets surrounded vo- by like knights and yeah, which was the, which was like the original idea for this whole movie. Like yeah. they wanted to do Army of Darkness like as the straight sequel, but yeah. just didn't you know have the money. Which or like thank God well, they didn't. Thank God they didn't. Yeah. Well, and because yeah, so, People Dead Two is my favorite of the trilogy. So yeah. Well, because and because what, what she did with the spell was she made the thing like a physical thing, and then she sucked it into the vortex, and yeah. Ash got sucked into, and he went back to thirteen hundred, and he kills a deadite, and everyone starts praising him. Yeah. Uh, which is very notably not how Army of Darkness begins. Yeah, which very is, notably. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Like, this Evil Dead, they just play pretty fast and lose with continuity. Yeah. And that's that's the way it is. Which yeah. makes you wish other movies did. Yeah, just well, yeah, just make tell the best story. Don't worry about continuity. Right. Well, it, so it, much, because right. you get things, too. Like, it's, like, it is one of the cool things about comic books and stuff like that and different things in nerd culture if you have like a really rich universe you could kind of have things build off each other but the problem when you get too focused on it is you spend a lot of time like retconning things it's like oh why right. was that guy like this and you have to like ex- have some convoluted explanation and it's right. like just jettison that stuff dude if it doesn't work or you don't want to deal with it yeah yeah you know just have him cut his hand off and attach a chainsaw to it it doesn't matter how he attaches a chainsaw right <laughs> And in the next movie, maybe his girlfriend's Bridget Fonda. Right. You maybe know, he's like, working at a grocery store. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love the end of Army of Darkness. It's so good. When he shows up back at ShopRite. So well, Army, smart. Of, Army of Darkness. What was it? Yeah. Shop, Shop Smart. Shop, Shop smart. smart. Because uh, I, I guess they must have played that on TV a lot when we were growing yeah. up. Because I had awareness of Army Like, I loved a new Army of Darkness before I even knew what Evil Dead was. Yeah. Right. I mean, I talked about this on our Top 20 episode. But, like, I found... I saw Army of Darkness. And then... in Army of Darkness, like, it did significantly... Like, this movie, I think, was made for, like, $4 million and made, like, $6 million. Right. Army of Darkness was made for, like, $11 million, made, like, $25 million. So... It was a much bigger movie. Yeah, I mean, it had a bigger budget. It was in more theaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, it was closer to when uh, we were older. And yeah, they they would play Army of Darkness on like the Sci Fi Channel and right. stuff. Sometimes they never played Evil Dead Two. Right, you, you can't yeah. play this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you'd watch like a ten minute movie. And it was actually kind of awesome, like in my uh, education of horror, or whatever, to like 
discover where the character of Ash came from. Yeah. And, like, what led up to Army of Darkness. Because Army of Darkness is definitely, like, a flawed movie, but I love yeah. it unconditionally. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's very little in common <laughs> with Army of Darkness in these other two movies. Yeah, yeah the tone is so different. Yeah. All, all three of the movies have very different tone, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it is a thing, like, I think it's better overall. Like, now it's it's really, like, it's great. Like, I'm wearing an Evil Dead shirt right now that I got in high school. I got it at, like, Comic-Con. And back then you had to, like, go to, like, the alley to get a shirt right. like this or go to Comic-Con. You couldn't just order one online. But now you could also, it's not only can you order it online, but Evil Dead, because of the cult success of this movie and then... Army of Darkness, which led to like the TV series, you could buy an Evil Dead shirt at the mall now, right? Right, which is pretty amazing, and it's like it's some like a lot of it. I think is influenced by like having the internet, where you could like mm-hmm. talk about like what's cool, yeah, and stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, yeah. like That's I, why everything is so much more niche, and it's not everybody sees the same movies anymore. You know, the idea like when even like in the late nineties when I saw this movie, it was like the idea of this being a TV series effort was like right. unheard. Yeah, yeah, no way. Like they, when they finally made like a game for like the PlayStation One, it was like unbelievable. Yeah, totally. Because it totally. was like, whoa, they're making like wow. But you know, it was niche enough. This is the thing that I thought was just for me that you know. I wouldn't get to yeah expand on in that way yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it, it's really cool like that that stuff's coming back yeah. like Joe Bob Briggs is back on television totally. Mystery Science yeah. Theater is back yeah it's like you yeah. know because there's you know you don't need to have eight million people watching something right now, as yeah. long as the right one million people are watching yeah. it yeah totally so yeah do we want to talk about like when this movie came out influence and stuff it was eighty six right yeah eighty seven I think no eighty six was eighty six I think yeah it wasn't that late it came out. Not too long, like came out like a not that long after Reanimator. Um, as far as like the influence of this movie, I mean, it sprung Army of Darkness and the whole like you know really kicked off this being a franchise. You know, well, what I learned redoing some research leading up to today that I didn't know was that Stephen King was pretty instrumental in getting this movie made. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really know that he loved the first movie, and I guess the second one was having a hard time getting uh, funding or whatever. And yeah, Stephen King like found out about it, and made a call, and was like, "Somebody give this guy money." And it was the um, I'll, I'll never say his name right, but D, you know what I'm talking about, Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah. Yeah, he he uh, did uh, Conan the Barbarian. He did so much cool shit. It turns yeah. out in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, and then um, the special effects crew. This was kind of where a lot of the K and B guys kind of met yeah, and started working totally, together. Totally, uh, they did the effects for like the Kill Bill movies. Now, right. was this after or before Day of the Dead? This is. I think this would be after Day of the Dead. I think so too. Yeah, I think Day of the Dead was like was their Nick first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Greg Nicotero now he's the like director of The Walking Dead yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and the head of special effects and stuff on that. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the beginning yeah. of that, and it, it's, I mean, the beginning. I mean, this is right in the middle of like a slasher boom. Mm-hmm. Well, it's near the tape, like in the 80s. but like there were not movies like this at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Which were no. you know like, but it is when you start getting more horror movies mixed with comedy as like the decade had gone on, like yeah. the mid eighties, because this is around the time you get Reanimator, Return of Living Dead, Fright Night. It's yeah. all around mm-hmm. this same time, or mm-hmm. even uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six, because yeah. it's like horror was so big, you could start like riffing on the yeah. genre. And you couldn't just do. You know, teenagers go out to the right. woods and get murdered by. Some yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. This was kind of the era where like Child's Play was coming out and like yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you had to do something. You had a to little have different. a hook. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to get in the segments? Do you have anything else to say about the movie? Um, 
Oh, yeah, I guess, um, I mean, the, the physical comedy was a big, like, that's influence on this movie, yeah. and I think it's really good, and it was a big influence on us when we were doing comedy. Definitely. Yeah. Doing, you know, slapstick and stuff. And one of the things I thought separated our little comedy group from the other ones because we would hit each other on stage yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we, we were not afraid of banana peels and pies. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Well, we do like a sort of elevated uh, take on the banana peel slip. I mean, mm. I can't, I don't know how you can elevate that joke anymore. <laughs> I mean, we, we had like a, you know, a thing. I one time was like, I remember like being in high school and seeing a banana peel on the floor and thinking, how novel. I think I'll step on it. Ha ha. And then I slipped. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're really slippery. See, and yeah. that's very funny, <laughs> yeah. listeners. It's not not. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, it was I, I remember funny. stepping on a rake with the same thing. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this really works. It, it did. Yeah. Hit you in the face? Yeah, hit me right in the fucking face. Sounds tight. So, uh, yeah. segments. Oh, I got a... Oh, segments. 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 Echo. Oh, no, I don't get one. Just, okay, yeah, that rules. It doesn't his. matter. It's it rules. only Yeah, I, I don't want turn other people messing with it. Please do not turn it off. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> Before we get into the segments, uh, at least, you know... No, uh, don't. Are you going to talk about Bennigan's right now? <laughs> yeah, don't. like, you know, like, what's... I'm not, I'm not in the mood. Stop. Uh, you no can ask Bennigan's. me. So, so Jim, uh, like, uh, what do you like most about going to Bennigan's? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll stop, we'll stop, okay. All right, um, but Bennigan's sponsors our show. Check them out. Go to Bennigan's. Love Bennigan's. Home of the Big Irish. Yeah. Sponsor our show. All right, segments, people. Hottest titties. I mean, I think we all can agree that it's Linda's headless body with a single exposed titty. I think we can all agree on yeah. yeah. Bobby Joe is a pretty cute actress, too, whoever played her. But, I mean... It's so funny, though. When I picture her, I can only picture her, like, sweaty, terrified face with an eyeball in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that one of the times we watched this movie... Because we, we watch this, like, pretty at least once a year. Yeah. yeah. I... Linda was on screen doing her little dance where she's pantless before she's a deadite or anything. Mm. And Dan just goes, mm, hot little B cups. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ew. That's, that's a corpse. Yeah. No, no, but she was alive. Oh, yeah. in the very, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Hot little B cups. It's a comic. Well, how would it, you describe them? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I would just okay. watch the movie and it was, not say okay, something. Okay, I guess you're not a real cinephile then. Yeah. <laughs> it was something I was considering that like Evil Dead actually is um, one of the outliers of like 80s movie, horror movie tropes that it doesn't use a lot of nudity like a lot of yeah. classic horror movies used to. Uh, but it, the first movie's got the tree rape, so it's not, it's yeah. not really that big of a case <laughs> yeah. to be made. <laughs> let's not, yeah, let's not pat them on the back yeah. for avoiding exploitation. Uh, best hair. I kind of want to give it to Linda. The beginning has this like weird half shag, half straightened, half kinked hair. It's if you're paying attention, it's her hair looks insane <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. It's insane. It's such. I don't know who styled her hair. It wasn't her. She didn't do that herself. I have to imagine that actress did. No, a, a, a male that definitely way. styled yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so there was. I don't know if they were trying to add volume. But it's her hair is a mess. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, there's Ash's hair that's obviously styled with uh, fake blood, mm-hmm. and uh, the hair that gets eaten. You know, that, yeah. that's oh. what I was gonna say. The be- best hair for me is the chunk of hair hanging out of the dead eye's mouth. <laughs> Definitely, it's so gross. Uh, best outfit. 
I mean, have a couple answers here. Well, the when you picture like an Ash action figure, mm-hmm. that started here. I mean, yeah. hit hit the fucking the mm-hmm. bandolier the jeans. shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You got Elise. Um, okay, so I love um, Sarah's shorts and knee high socks because she's a scholar. Sarah, no, okay, hold on. <laughs> I go on. Can I elaborate on Sarah's outfit because that's mine? Yeah. She's when she shows up on the plane, she's wearing an ascot, and uh-huh. she has a sweater tied around her neck. Scholar. Yes, yes, scholarly. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's very uh, prince-like. Yeah. And like yeah. Uh, the scene at Lake Minnetonka when he has yeah. multiple scarves on. Yeah. It's like really going for that. And then with the knee socks and yeah. the shorts. Yeah. Uh, I also have to give it up for Bobby Joe's uh, short-sleeved blouse tucked into high-waisted pants. Uh, you can do work in a field with that outfit. Yeah, and yeah, she uh, she rocks it. You know, she's it's uh, very flattering on her. And then obviously, yeah, I have to uh, mirror Ash and the the belted bandolier. Yeah, dude, he looks hot. He looks hot. Once I his shirt gets torn halfway oh, off, hell too. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, he's sexy. Don't, don't get don't get it twisted, yeah. uh, fans. Like Bruce Campbell's not just all chin. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good looking man. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And he looks like an action hero halfway through this movie, and he looks hot. Totally. Yeah. Uh, best death. Oh, I didn't fill in. That is a it. great. I mean, they're all really good because they're like there's not really a non-exciting one in this movie. Yeah. I'm... Scariest death probably the 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 quasi tree attack. I was say the tree. That's probably the scariest. Like the tree death. going into her face and stuff. Right. Is pretty right. gross. Harriet getting killed though is the fucking best for yeah. me. The. The, when it's a demon form and she gets yeah, captured, yeah, cuts her up yeah. and then he puts the shotgun on. All right, then I'll give it to Jake because <laughs> yeah, he gets skeletonized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much blood and it's great. Curious scene. Everything that happens in the cellar is really creepy. Uh, Henrietta popping up as her human form and singing to her daughter yeah. is super disturbing. Out from under that floorboard. Creepy shit. Anytime they have to walk down in the cellar is really scary too. Yeah. So, uh, I said the the um, tree attack because it's a lot of sticks right by your eye. Yeah, it's so gross. Going into her it's mouth. Rough. I'd rather you. I I could take all the decapitations in the world, but putting a stick in someone's mouth and forcing it in there is like yeah, rough. it's really yeah. gross. It's really gross. I get. My, it's hard to look at. My sleeper pick would be um, after Ash turns. But then the light brings him back when he gets chased back into the house by the force. Oh, yeah. That chase scene through the house yeah. is, is pretty like tense. It's not so much scary as it is. Yeah. It's pretty tense. I like yeah. that part. Would you survive? No. I don't think anyone but Ash would. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. You know even what I mean? With the, even with the words, right. Sarah still dies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to say no. I identify with Ash because I'm dumb, but like <laughs> I'd probably just get killed. But you're not dumb enough to have no regard you for your safety. You are aware of your mortality. Right, I don't think right, Ash right. Is. <laughs> exactly. That's a pretty good call. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this movie is better than Friday the 13th Part 4. Yep. Indisputably. And uh, how many machetes do you get this out of five? I'm going to give it four. Four out of five. Okay, well, I'm giving it five. Wow. I would. I have to give it five. Wow. Like, but like special category five, like all time horror comedy. Yeah. Well, Reanimator though, that has to be. I have to think about that more. But I, I, I couldn't. It's just one of my favorite. Movies. Exactly. I couldn't so go to sleep tonight doing anything but five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, are you guys fans of the 2013 uh, Evil Dead? 
I saw it. We all saw it together. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. I I liked it. I mean, because I kind of like fucking love it. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested in what you guys take on it. Uh, Because like I watch it since it's come out. I watch it almost in regular rotation with the other Evil Dead stuff. Really, I have to give it another watch. I liked it. It's definitely like it's a it's a very I I appreciate it too that there was that gory of an American. Like totally. wide release horror totally. film. It also just shows what you could do next. You know, I remember Evil Dead Two had problems with the ratings. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that stuck with me from the movie, like her burning her skin off in the shower. Yeah, and the she, chick using the like cur- uh, turkey carving saw, the electric to cut knife, her, yeah, to cut her, yeah, yeah, yeah. her hand off, and go. I feel much better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of really visceral, gross moments. It's just like it's. I think I have to give it another watch. Yeah, I, didn't I recommend love it. it I didn't love it. If but you it, go into it with Evil Dead in mind, because it's like it's got. It's, for me, it's the best horror like reboot remake because yeah. you know it's like its own thing. Well, and since sort of like I guess Saw and like Hostel, yeah. like horror movies are all like gritty now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they made like that gritty. 2013 movie but in the spirit of Evil Dead where yeah. everything's still fucking way over the top you know what I mean yeah I so it's funny like the way I enjoy horror is different than Dan in that I am really afraid of horror and I'm really grossed easily grossed out yeah. comparably like maybe not, not not more so than the average viewer I would say but probably more so than the average like you're not as big of a trauma fan as Dan and I no I get grossed out like yeah. I for sure get grossed out um and I don't care for you know torture porn at all and I don't think I wouldn't put that movie in that category no, not, but it certainly is gross you know yeah, like yeah it's just doing that like new millennium gritty horror yeah. thing, but still being goofy. Yeah. No. Um. I think I have to give it another watch. But. All right. You yeah. heard it here, folks. First, folks, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> we uh, heard folks, folks, folks. Okay. Um. Yeah. This movie's super heard important folks, to me. Folks. I love. Yeah. I love yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead too, too, man. Yeah. Fucking check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Coming yeah. to a theater near you. <laughs> uh. Keep it spooky, folks. Keep it spooky. Bye. Fun. Yeah. All right, a little bonus content or a little boner content. Yeah, just put the echo on. How do you afford that special effect? That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, we got to send it away to the lab to, uh, <laughs> you know, get it worked on. Yeah. So we were saying uh, right after we got time, we didn't talk about the uh, many, many DVD right. releases yeah. of this movie. So one of, one of the big influences, Dan, that you had on my life was spending most of my money on DVDs. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I have a large, now uh, completely outdated collection of media. <laughs> With this, like, this... Uh, this series, the Evil Dead series, I believe, sort of kicked off the trend of re-releasing your movie on different editions over and over and over again. Well, especially, the, well, it's the thing too. What's actually like, what's cool now is because people are like not doing as much with physical media. Horror, it's still going really strong. Yeah, I just bought a like I was telling you before, I bought a double disc Blu-ray version of Return of the Living Dead. Right, and like even at like the music uh, or the disc replay where I go to to get a lot of my stuff. They've got all movies in one section, just alphabetically, and then horror movies yep, because totally. they move. Yeah, because definitely. there's people who are fans of the genre, and you don't want to be in a position where you can't watch Evil Dead too. <laughs> <laughs> right, but right. yeah, Army of Darkness was the one I remember just seeing like. Well, because you had like Army of Darkness director's cut, you had the Army of Darkness bare disc, 
There's nope. one that was called like Screwhead Edition or something. Yeah, which Screwhead is... Edition. Uh, uh, I personally have what's called Bruce Campbell versus the Evil Dead Two Disc Boomstick Edition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, both of the first two movies got uh, Necronomicon versions, which I have. Uh, special note: the first one still going pretty strong. The second one, all the rubber completely solidified and is crumbled and cracking and looks like shit now. Oh, which is kind of a bummer. But luckily, they re-released a uh, trilogy Blu-ray in a book of the dead. Oh, uh, nice! Um, which I haven't bought yet. Because of it, yet, yeah, I've been using my best judgment, <laughs> so I haven't bought it yet. Right. But you've got the the big tin Anchor Bay Evil Dead two. Um, this was also like because Anchor Bay was like the DVD company that released a lot of this shit. Yeah. Um, huge influence on me because all their supplement supplemental material always had great documentaries, great interviews and stuff. And I think Evil Dead was the first thing they ever released on VHS. I well, think. I'm, but I could be totally wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah I, I have no I idea. I don't know. Um, but I know that I own Evil Dead and Army of Darkness on VHS. I own two copies of each movie on DVD. <laughs> I don't have any Blu-rays. I've got Evil Dead 2 on Blu-ray. That's right. And I've got the other ones on uh, DVD. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't think you were ever afflicted by this as much as I was. But for a while when we were younger, I thought I needed to get every version of the movies that I loved. So oh, I would yeah. have multiple versions of movies no, for some reason. That, yeah. 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 That was the better choice. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, uh, spoilers, if you're listening to this 15 years in the past... Um, DVDs don't retain their value, <laughs> but uh, you know it might. These things are cyclical because VHS is coming back strong. I right was now. just reading an article about it today that it's starting to become like how cassette tapes are for hipsters in the music uh, circles. Yeah, I would say it's even more like how vinyl is almost. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's true. Star- it's like there's a pretty big community, and like you used to be throwing this shit away, and now right. it's like you can't get certain things, right? So, I mean, I definitely still have Slumber Party Massacre 2 on VHS. Yeah, <laughs> I've got, got plenty of VHS still. Well, and it's it's great, too, though. But, like, in that regard, too, you have to own these movies because they yeah. aren't streaming a lot of the time. Right. And you got to be able to watch Evil Dead, too. Totally. And we were also talking about Bruce Campbell a little bit. And, like, it's a shame he wasn't a bigger star. Right. We spent some time in this episode just talking about how brilliant his performance was. But, like, where did he go after that? And uh, in, He's t- had a good career. Yeah, and, like, totally. And we were also talking, and, like, listeners, please, please, please hit me back. Is The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. as good as I remember? Because it was a show. It was on Fox in the late 90s. I really liked it, but I was like 11, right. so maybe maybe it kind of sucked. I don't really know. Yeah, what I was saying, I'm, I'm picturing it as some sort of like Xena, Warrior, Princess, Hercules kind of feel to it. I never actually saw it. Oh, it was like it was a cowboy show right. with like elements of sci-fi in it. And it is. It's one of those things where it's like, I've never seen this, but I, it's, the DVD's right here. I should probably just buy it. So yeah, if you find out whether or not it's worth buying, I would love to know that information. Yeah, yeah. listeners, please hit me back. Totally. Definitely. And I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, DVDs and Bruce Campbell. We we hit stop and then started talking about that. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about you it. Know, it's got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It does. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two. No, um, Evil Dead Two's got pretty good rating on Rotten Tomatoes too. No, The Adventures of Briscoe County. Oh, Jr. yeah, I should pick it up then. <laughs> you probably you probably should just buy it. I should probably just buy it. <laughs> I'd be foolish not to. <laughs> the story of where all my money went in my twenties. <laughs> well, dude, I've got, I've got hundreds and hundreds of CDs. Yeah, same. and again, it's the same thing though. Like sometimes the shit just isn't available, and it's like I know. 
Yeah, literally, like, if you don't have your Amazing Crown CDs readily available, you're not going to be able to listen to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, everybody, uh, keep it spooky in this special uh, little bonus content. (laughs) Available for download now. (laughs) Wherever fine podcasts are listened to. Point being, you only need one copy of each Evil Dead movie, but you do need a copy. You do need a copy. Uh, Yeah, you'd be fucking stupid not to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You're someone... I don't know why... I... (laughs) I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast if you didn't want to own <laughs> Evil Dead 2. If I did have to recommend one that you don't need, it's the uh, three-disc ultimate edition of the first movie. Really, really good documentaries on that, about the oh, making yeah? of the whole shit, yeah. There's this great one. The whole third disc is just dedicated to the actresses that were in the movie. Oh, cool. And it's really interesting. I used to have... Uh, I meant to bring this up in the episode. I'm glad we're doing this. I used to have uh, an Evil Dead... Uh, theme for Windows 95 for the computer. Sick. So like you know, not only did you have like the background and stuff, and it would have like little the, the, noises. The cursor would change and shit. Yeah, it was like a, a severed hand. Yeah. And you click on things to make different you know noises. Great. It'd be like groovy when you close your computer down. <laughs> and then if you remember too, in Windows 95 there'd be that screen that came up that said like it's now safe to turn right. off your computer, and like you know it'd be like it was like a deadite instead. That's of awesome. That. Yeah. Awesome. So. Cool Free for stuff. download on the Graveyard Smash website, the nineteen Windows ninety five. <laughs> okay, and okay, bringing up another good thing, man. Uh, a lot of the original horror websites I went to in high school are still up, and they haven't changed. And they haven't changed. Houseofhorrors dot com. I all, I still go there sometimes. Whole page of the dead is exactly the same sick. as it was in nineteen ninety eight. I haven't checked that out forever. Yeah, it fucking rules. So go to homepageofthedead.com, folks, if you like zombie movies. And some of the sites it links to are exactly the same, too. It's before every website looked the same. Right, because right. Because people had to individually program their websites. Yeah, totally. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. This website. <laughs> wow. uh, you don't have the sound on, dude. No. Oh, yeah. That sounds nice. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll drop it. Yeah, yeah, drop it in, drop, drop it, in. it in. Drop it in, drop it in. But yeah, shouts out defunct uh, horror movie websites from the turn of the century because yeah, we're big fans. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll bet you that it's still updated. It just looks like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it fucking rules. Yeah, that does rule. And uh, yeah, keep it spooky, folks. Uh, communism will win. Night, everyone. Um, bye bye. I think I just found what Dan liked about the TV show. <laughs> Fine looking Bruce Campbell. <laughs> you gotta get that picture it was up. Good. I'm not you. I want to go